Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from an illegal Turkish sauna underneath Dam Square here in Amsterdam, we present a wheezing groaning sound, categorically the only Doctor Who podcast to be made by three men in foam Edam hats waiting for canine to score them da ganja. <laughs> I am Paul Amstel Litchfield, and joining me as ever are my two fellow part-time sex workers. They're private dancers and dancer for money. They'll be whatever you want them to be, except Adric. It's John Rain and Tom Neenan. Hello! Hello. Hello. So, unsutton, unsutton your blouse. Button, Sarah Sutton. Listen. Nice, nice. Listen to us in the night, mon, not the day, mon. This isn't racist, Damon. Um, <laughs> he's one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> and pray that this story doesn't do your fucking head in, Councillor Heddin. <laughs> because it's time to cut our collective lips along the rim that is the Ark of Infinity. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, now, wow. before we get into it, I am going to read verbatim the conversation that we all had on WhatsApp <laughs> on Wednesday. Here we go. <laughs> It starts. I won't say who says what, but you'll probably pick it up pretty quickly. <laughs> don't watch Ark of Infinity. Just don't. <laughs> Reply. I'm afraid I have to. Just don't. Pretend. Lie. <laughs> I've seen Ark in Space. It's bubble raptastic. I have two more eps of Ark of Infinity to watch. Oh boy, is it that bad? <laughs> Just so, so, so dull. I'm looking forward to watching them on my TV later. Jesus, Ark of Infinity is a slog. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the Irishman in the end. I'll dig in tomorrow. Can can you watch episode three and four for me, please, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Peter. Hang on, I haven't finished yet. Oh, God. Poor Peter got shafted on these stories, didn't he? Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) Someone else's response. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) At least it was in Amsterdam, so at least he got paid. (laughs) (laughs) Not enjoying the subplot of missing boys in Amsterdam, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Reply. Especially as one of them has has got 56 balls to drop before his voice doesn't stop forcing fucking pigeons to fuck against their will. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) 
Uh, there's more and more, but basically mm. the mm. three of us are going, oh, it's... Oh, you know what? It's it, four episodes, just over 20 minutes. It took me six attempts to get through them. Can I just say, for the record, before we get into what was on TV that day, I yeah. think this is the only Doctor <laughs> Who story where each cliffhanger <laughs> is a partridge shrug. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, literally a gif of partridge going... <laughs> it I mean, is... Oh, oh my God. God, I've it's six times it took me to get through four episodes. Just oh, tw- ten minutes in, stop it. Just do. I'll do anything at this point. I'll go out and give blood. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, before we get into it, the Ark of Infinity aired, and why did it do that? I don't know. But it aired on the third of January, nineteen eighty-three. Oh. What a horrible fucking year, nineteen eighty-three must have been. For everyone involved. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, if you were watching BBC on that day at 10.25, you could watch Battle of the Planets. Nice. Nice, nice. nice. Mm. This episode says, Cupid does it to Keop. <laughs> don't know what, Cu- I don't, I don't know what Cupid that. does. <laughs> don't know what Cupid does. Bend over, Keop. I'm going to go right up your... Anyway, after Battle of the Planets, what's Grandstand, Grandstand, Weatherman, Grandstand, Grandstand, Grandstand... And then you think, oh, Doctor Who's going to start at 5.20. No, it's a film called the Pinchliff Grand Prix. Oh, my God. Sure. And it, and it says this. Rimspoke, Gore Slimy, Rafino Gasolini, Swedish Turnip Anderson and Heinrich von Schnell line up for the Grand Prix of the Century. Hmm? What? Hmm? Sorry, what, what is happening that's, there? That's someone on mushrooms, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And later on on CFAX, I'll be lighting up a fatty and let's see what I type. It's just <laughs> I just don't know what it... Anyway, so then after that film, I think it was a kiddies cartoon. I hope it was a kiddies cartoon. Um, mm. And after that, at 6.45, you had Doctor Who, the mm. Ark of Infinity. I reckon oh. it should have been on later, much yeah. later. Yeah. Two in the morning and not in the radio times. Yeah. I mean, later is in, like, just never broadcast. Like, yeah. the broadcast of the heat Possibly. death of the universe, ideally. Yeah. How did Sharda not get made in this tin? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, at least later on, on, on the day on BBC, you could watch the film Papillon. Nice. Oh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. In, oh, yeah. And it says here, Steve McQueen in one of his finest screen roles stars in the astonishing true life story of Henri Papillon. And then it says, Shari dash six. Re. Those, heard, those, um, those mushrooms kicking in again. Isn't yeah. mushrooms kicking in again. I mean, to be uh, fair, that's quite a good thing to watch after Ark of Infinity, like being stuck in a prisoner of war camp with yeah. having to watch the horrors of man. After exactly, Ark of Infinity. Yeah. that's like watching a Carry On film after watching bloody I don't know Saw <laughs> Part Three, isn't it? Um, I've BBC heard Two. That, um, oh, go on, Cherie yeah. Don't, Cherie don't like it. Rock the Aye, Rock the nice. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, BBC Two, um, uh, not much going on, but at 2.15 you had a programme called Common Sense with Professor Colin Blakemore. <laughs> good. Good. Right, just about, right, now this is just damn good com- common bloody <laughs> sense, everyone. Just give, gives you like a Christmas lecture, but it's all about, mm. don't do that, do this. Anyway. <laughs> I remember that because the opening sequence is him sort of dangling his penis towards a magic mixer and saying, now, this is not <laughs> common sense. This is not <laughs> common sense. If you're going to dangle your penis into anything, <laughs> <laughs> it should be a breville that's not plugged in. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, an hour later, you had a film, you had Elvis Presley film called mm. Roustabout. 
Oh, nice. Wow, roused about. And it says this, Elvis Presley attempts to sing and fight to save a carnival from bankrupting. Oh. So there you go. Oh. Yeah, well, I like the fact that he attempts what? to... S- I don't know, but he also, he attempts to sing and fight. <laughs> are you, you're attempting to sing again, are you, Elvis? Oh, God. A um, bit later on, 10 to, f- 10 to 5, you had Once Upon a Time is Now. Oh. And it just says title. this. And it just, yeah, well, it's certainly not a snappy show because this is what it says. In remembrance of Her Serene Highness, Princess Grace of Monaco. With uh. the Princess Grace of Monaco. <laughs> Remembering herself. So, Exactly. Yeah. She's remembering herself now. <laughs> Amazing. And then a little bit later on, you had Inside Women's Magazines with Maureen Littman. Mm. Oh, lovely. What talking about. Lovely. That was where they miniaturised her and put her inside magazines. <laughs> <laughs> she just heard well, saying, help. Yeah. We, we're using miniaturology. Oh, you've got an ology. That's good. Oh. <laughs> she actually got trapped on the crossword page, but she got the word ladder, and that's how she escaped. Yeah. <laughs> Hey! And then a little bit later on, you had a show at 7.35. To Try not 7... to be too down, Maureen. Hey! Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> from from 7.35 to 7.40 was a show called Crackers, but no info. That was probably called Train Show when they tried to do it as a sitcom. Crackers! <laughs> hey, what with your gambling addiction, you're absolutely crackers! Was it him I'm and so... his brother? Hmm. <laughs> two crackers? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. His brother was a Punch and Judy man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have watched that than what we're about to uh, I saw a woman get murdered upon. today by a man with a cricket bat. <laughs> I know, That's you're a Punch and Judy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, uh, uh. Let's, let's start. Okay. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I can't actually remember how it starts. Well, I right. remember it... it starting and going, "Oh, good! It's my favourite Tardis team: Peter Davidson and Nissa." Yeah. Yeah. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> I'm just uh, right. We open on Gallifrey. Perhaps we don't know, um, mm. but it is Gallifrey because Lord Shoulderpads um, is um, <laughs> fiddling around with some space cubes, and you're like, "Okay, mm. fine." Oh yeah. He summons up the caterpillar-faced X-ray man, who later on we find out is Omega. But at the moment, yeah. he's caterpillar-faced it's X-ray like, man. It's like 70s-era Elvis Omega, isn't it? He's putting on some yeah. timber. He's put on some weight. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. the king now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the king has got... destroyed the building. Someone, <laughs> who's, someone who's antimatter looks like he's been eating antimatter. <laughs> There is a, there is a bit later on where Omega looks like he's Elvis passing the the the, the fatal stool. Like yes, he's yeah, really yes. squirming on yeah. his seat, isn't he? Yeah. He's on the John. He's on the John, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> so and you're going, oh, what's going on here? And do I care? Well, it turns out mm. later on, no, you don't need to care because no one did. <laughs> um, meanwhile, some security officers who for some reason are in ladies' dresses are having problems with their security scrambler. Honestly, those two guys that work in the security thing, it's like the two Ronnies, the one that turned, where all the men have to dress up in women's clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Just doesn't make any sense. It's really bizarre. Anyway, you find out that the biometric data of a Time Lord has been extracted. Ooh. Mm. And finally, we cut to the TARDIS, and the Doctor's doing some DIY. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile... I like when the I'm roundels tiring come off. Out. That's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, hmm. well, that, that, that's one thing we can hold on to. Is that? <laughs> yeah. 
Meanwhile, Tulips from Amsterdam is playing because we're in fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> and two backpackers. One who sounds like a baby colonel who's got six balls to drop. <laughs> is that the one who looks like Stephen? Is that the one who looks like Stephen Merchant's evil brother? That's the one. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> the one who's ah, I think we should go over here now. <laughs> It's the one that Tom thought when he was young was a girl. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. The two things I can tell you about me watching Doctor Who as a child, I thought that that character was a girl, and I thought that the old woman in Kinder was a was an animatronic puppet. I did not understand. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So there are two backpackers. One is um, from some, the, the, obviously the most pos- poshest parish council in Middle England, and the other one's mm-hmm. an Aussie. Mm. So... <laughs> Meanwhile, we go back to the X-ray moth bastard who's revealing <laughs> that um, he's got the TARDIS now under his control, I think. Yeah, this yeah. just cuts back and forth all the time. Then it cuts to, some, to the backpackers who obviously um, haven't got much money, so they're going to spend the night in a tomb under Ghastly Green <laughs> just to save some money. I wonder why Meanwhile... JNT wanted to make this in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no yeah. idea. He'd run out of inspiration, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I've written in my notes, literally, I said three boring things... Make it stop, things... make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> I said three boring things happening simultaneously does not equal something interesting happening. No, exactly. Neither. And it's just every, th- every little segment is like 14 seconds long and then it comes mm. back to another, I'm in the control room. Oh, we're walking through Amsterdam! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, nothing is happening. No. Meanwhile, the two Gallifreyan officers... Um, who seem to be in a future version? Yeah, oh yeah, I've written of, of the, the two Ronnies of one that turned. They mm. confirm that that it was the Doctor's biometric data, and it's mm. very naughty that it's been taken away. And Castellan will have to talk to them about it. He's very upset, but you'll talk to him about it tomorrow because he's not that upset. Mm. No, um, I like Castellan though. I have to say, yeah, he's all right, isn't he? He's, mm. he's doing his best. He's one of the bright spots in this. Yes, oh, and ironically, the brightest spot in this is not the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But he might be one day. Oh, hello. Mm. Oh. Meanwhile, meanwhile in the crypt, one of um, you know, Mister. Oh, yeah, it's the Weetabix, uh, Weetabix. Um, him. Okay. Um, that one is persuading his mate to get his kit off. Yeah. It's Why don't you take your clothes off and get into the sleeping bag with me? All I could think was, in twenty years' time, there'd be a police. Digging operation here to find the bodies of all the people that have gone to this script. Like, there was me, by the way, hands up, who said in that WhatsApp group that I wasn't happy with the subplot of no. boys getting lost in Amsterdam because it feels very in, in oh the light of you know God. child abuse yeah. going on. All that. Oh, yeah. So in the yeah, first ten minutes, in the first yeah. ten minutes, we've only seen three things. We've seen the technical guys who are in dresses um, fiddling around with stuff the doctor mm-hmm. doing some diy and two backpackers wandering around but we've oh. seen it now five times each yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. god just pick one scene and stick with it and flesh it out a little bit please mm. Mm. but no we're back in the crypt and you can't you can't go to bed with all your clothes on <laughs> tonight matthew i'm gonna be me mad anyway um <laughs> Then we cut back to Mr. Fucking X-Ray Shiny Chrysalis, um, who's yeah. now apparently in another dimension, apparently, and that's why he needs to bond with a body if he's, a, he's a, if he's ever to be given solid form, and it looks like he's picking the Doctors. Mm. Meanwhile, an extra-dimensional dreadful special effect has um, entered um, the TARDIS and uh, made things go all bendy and wibbly-wobbly. Yeah. Yes. 
Because that's what happens. Because the TARDIS is being dragged to Gallifrey, isn't it? It's been recalled, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the Doctor and Nyssa do some wobbly acting, and it's absolutely fucking embarrassing. It really isn't is. There, there's a bit where they like have to freeze frame running, but clearly, clearly Sarah Sutton <laughs> is just like standing there, like it's like stand, standing statues. It's awful. She's standing there going, and what's my motivation? <laughs> it's to get through this fucking episode. So just yeah. run, will you? Run. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, yeah, the Doctor and Nissa are briefly frozen, and then mm. the insect Stig appears, and he sort of enters the Doctor's body, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. And, 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 and Nissa looks at him and goes, Oh, Doctor, in the most non-committal fashion I've ever seen a companion react to what is <laughs> looks like something awful. She goes, mm. Oh, Doctor. That's how, worried, that's how worried she is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Also, since I, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but since I've noticed that Peter Davison does breathy acting, mm. yeah. that's all I can think about now. Because <laughs> in this, it feels like he's turned up to 11. He can't talk properly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's his most corridors he's ever run down, I think, in a story. It's yeah, quite yeah, extraordinary. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, my next line now is, I've just opened brackets and written, poor, you now hate this episode more than life. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gone but, past the bit where um, where an unknown assailant walks into the control room and then the person who's about to be shot goes, impulse laser! Oh, yes, that's right. Impulse laser! <laughs> and, and, and um, yeah, and then I think, oh, hang on, maybe it's going to... Ah, ah, hang on, oh. maybe something interesting is going to happen. <gasps> because one of the backpackers goes into the other room, the Aussie, and a mm. pterodactyl monster man shoots him. <laughs> shoots yeah. him. Boop, boop, and he like sort of disappears. Like he's walked out of Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wobbly pterodactyl head. It's really it's- bad. Terry, Terry the pterodactyl does that. Yeah. And you think, oh, well, that Aussie backpacker must be dead. But no, this huh. is a gun that makes you disappear and then reappear in the next room to do manual labour. Next room. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. Because <laughs> you get the tire disappearing. Oh, you get the sound of the tire disappearing. And I got all excited and then you don't get to see it. And I got really angry. Mm. And then I realised, yeah. oh, it's not even our TARDIS. It's appeared like some Baroque fireplace or something. Hmm. Oh, Christ. Anyway, the other backpack is like, hang on, you're not naked yet. Get back into bed. <laughs> and he goes he goes to investigate and he sees Pterodactyl Terry, who tries to yeah. do the same to him, but he escapes by moving a few inches, uh, yeah. something like yeah. that. Genius. M- meanwhile, back on Gallifrey, the Time Lords have an unnecessarily dull conversation. <laughs> oh, God. While um, simultaneously not being able to ever move their heads because of what they're wearing. Yeah, where where one of them is Blackadder's mum from the first series, which I find yeah. distracting. <laughs> yeah, and the other one's Michael Goff, and I'm looking and thinking, well, I heard Michael Goff's voice at the beginning. Yes, here's the <laughs> <way> <laughs> yeah. The, the man who keeps summoning Chrysalis Kevin or whatever he's fucking mm. called mm. is Michael Goff, and we realise, and the way we sort of subtly work that out, even though we can't, you can't see him, you only see the back of him. He's got a glove on because Michael fucking Goff's doing the voice. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got a very distinctive voice. Yes, really deceptive. But what they, they try to do is they try... it slightly. But well, they do attempt to. He speaks in a slightly higher way, but it's so yeah. him. It's like it's he's so not him. even bothered to no. even no. make that a mystery. It's mm. just so you've got all these. We've got all the high chancellors of the timelines. They're all sat in a row, so they're all effectively sat next to each other. But they can't. They're all having a conversation, but they can't look at each other. Well, it looks like <laughs> move <laughs> their <laughs> fucking heads. It looks like the Gallifrey mm-hmm. version of blankety blank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottom left, Wendy Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom middle, Kenny Everett. Space boobs. <laughs> yeah. God. And Willie Rushton, top left. Um, yeah. 
Oh, crikey. So they're having a conversation like, oh, something's happening. Mm. Shall we do anything about it? No. Um, <laughs> the TARDIS is now apparently, the reason why they're all wibbly-wobbly and doing some bad running freeze-framing is because they're in the arc of infinity, a gateway mm. to other dimensions, which seems to worry the Doctor, which then I realised, well, why should you be that worried? Because you're yeah. in a fucking TARDIS! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. relative dimension! <laughs> in mm. space so why is that so i, I don't know apparently. no jeez meanwhile and this is where you go oh at last something to be interested in because we get to see colin baker oh Yay! and isn't he brilliant in this isn't he brilliant in this and he he's is so literally chewing up the scenery good lord he's having he's, a great old time as max he's so good i love him in this he's, he's my brilliant favorite in thing it. by and, miles and also yeah. his his tights are so tight you can mm. actually see the outline of his foreskin <laughs> and he's got like silver wellies on which they, they mm. don't suit him really let's be honest the guards oh, out the guards outfits look exactly like the guards outfits um that um flash gordon uh when he's smacking them around with the um with the ball they the ball. very yeah. slightly sort <laughs> yeah. of slightly sort of snm roman gladiator thing really you think that maybe look. he was rude to the costumer on this maybe because they they thought right well i'll give you a stupid fucking feather to wear yeah. <laughs> and then when he got the who part they were like well, i'll fucking sort you out yes. <laughs> so you've got max hill and he with his lovely tight curly palm and he um oh. he's, he's he's been told to re to get to grab a recall seal from the president Mm. Now the president is a damn fine actor, isn't he? I think you're all going to agree with that. A damn <laughs> fine actor, <laughs> and we're going to see evidence of that later on, where they yeah. literally go, <laughs> and they go, "Now carry on filming it. It's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. That is Michael, amazing. You showed Michael Goss pulling that one. his hair out. You said us that on WhatsApp, and it's amazing. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because he's a thousand years old back Look it up, look it up. It is simply amazing. He doesn't stumble over these lines. He kind of (laughs) falls down the stairs while doing it. He literally... And and they're like, yeah, carry on, carry on. You forget yourself, Edin. Access to the Matrix is guaranteed. Only the gravest emergency could permit me to do what you want. That's fine. through his own line, creates his own brief language, (laughs) comes round, (laughs) and then can't finish the sentence, and they go, no, that's absolutely fine. Keep rolling, keep rolling. (laughs) Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do that. That weird kadook that yeah, lights well, going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All rather mysterious. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's absolutely stunning. This is the disdain that they all had for this. Oh my God. Just, they yeah. just wanted they wanted to have fun in Amsterdam. They wanted to get nothing else done. Yeah. They don't oh, even do geez. anything funny in Amsterdam, though. It's just all these no. wasted mm. opportunities. Like, like Tom, I can't remember which one of you said it in WhatsApp, but mm. Amsterdam looks like shit, and it could be <laughs> I think that might be on Twitter. Someone was like, oh. like in Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks, it's, it's all grey. They don't go anywhere exciting. No, they, they go over a bridge at one point. That's about it. And it's just yeah, like, they why? go over a bridge or they go in a tomb. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a miserable set of a, a hostel that they spend half their time in as well. Yeah. It's just really yeah, dark. Yeah, that horrible. feels like a cannon and ball sketch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really. <laughs> you really think a, a two Ronnies miss piss pronunciation sketch? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, welcome to Amsterdam. <laughs> that sort of thing. We've run Ball Parker or aerosol? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am looking for the doctor. Who? Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I have an arc of infinity. We have gel for that. No. F U N E K 9. Yeah. We do not have any K Y. No, K 9. Uh, I would have rather have watched that. <laughs> this is still the fucking first episode, boys. And you want oh, the end geez. of that two Ronnie sketch with, like, yes, uh, I. That's the way you want to end. Just turn to the camera and go, shit episode. <laughs> it's the only time you really wish that Doctor Who didn't end with it just ends yeah. with <laughs> <laughs> anyway Christ I mean, yeah, so Colin Baker's got a recall series. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the recall circuit has only ever been used twice apparently in Time Lord history I'm presuming that's for the previous Doctors anyway is, the, is this the start sure. of um, the Castellan basically being like we have to fucking kill the Doctor right now yeah, he's yeah, a, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah, their immediate Every time response like, the doctor to this, must die. Yeah, yeah. Their, immediate, their immediate response to threat that is not coming from the doctor is, "Well, we must destroy the doctor." Yeah. <laughs> what? He's done absolutely nothing wrong. Hmm. He's like someone anyway. on an internet forum. The doctor must die. Yeah. Yeah, but what did you like about the episode? The doctor <laughs> must die. <laughs> <laughs> So all that's going on. Meanwhile, puberty Peter, okay, he snuck back into the crypt just to check things out. Um, and mainly because he realised he left uh, from Terry Dectal Terry and he forgot his shoes. So he has to go back and get his shoes because that's a major fucking plot point, isn't it? Um, and then, and then, and then, um, oh, and then his mate Colin appears and he's like, oh, he's all right. But no, he seems to be an enslaved Australian zombie. In very distracting yellow socks. In really distracting yeah. yellow socks, yeah. yeah. And he's I mean, like, I thought how... we were going back to bed together, but you seem to be doing <laughs> admin. How many people have gone to Amsterdam and ended up looking like him, though, to be exactly, fair? Exactly, <laughs> Like, spaced out, doesn't know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we get the one thing that saves it. We get a TARDIS materialisation. Thank you. God, mm. something I enjoy. I, if, it's not a Doctor Who for me unless I see that beautiful old gal appear. So yeah. the TARDIS materialises on Gallifrey in the security compound. Mm. Yeah. Which, if you look closely, mm-hmm. has flocked wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. Christ on a bike. It's flocked mm. wallpaper. They didn't even bother building a set. They literally just cleared one side of the BBC canteen and just filmed <laughs> it there for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I tell you yeah. what um, Gallifrey um, reminds me of is, um, you know, like when you watch old Only Fools and Horses and like um, uh, Cassandra's flat is like very trendy for the time. And it's yeah. all like pastels <laughs> and like yes. brush. Yeah. It's a bit like that. Mm. Everything's grey. Mm, yeah. <laughs> grey and the only other colour is either a velvet or a maroon or oh, a sort of God. yeah horrible, ghastly pink mm. crimson cerise <laughs> job. Mm. Meanwhile, Stuart... Um, for some reason, then Stuart immediately leaves his friend, who's clearly in some sort of, in, you know, like you can clearly see he's like, uh, the, 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 and no, uh, fuck that, I'll go check into the hostel. Um, yeah. <laughs> because his cousin's arriving and they were going to meet the cousin at the airport. We don't know who the cousin is at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we excited when we find out? <laughs> uh, <I'd just> say, <sighs> no. No, 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 we're not. Um, and we still haven't yet got through the first fucking episode. Oh my god! So the Doctor and Nissa are um, uh, helped by the door unlock. What? Oh yeah, they're they're (laughs) locked. They're locked in a compartment. See, even my notes are like literally just running out of steam. Oh, they're in the compound room, and then the door won't unlock, but the Doctor manages to unlock it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, and then suddenly, this is the first of the same thing at the end of every episode. There's a doctor. Shoot him! Because mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's Maskell goes, there, it's the doctor, and shoots mm. him. And you think, oh, no, oh, no, the doctor's dead. Oh, gosh, oh, no. Partridge shrug. Partridge yeah, exactly. shrug. Yeah. Open of part two. It's all right. It was only set to stun. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Thank goodness. Oh, they, um, they haven't killed the Doctor at the end of episode one. They haven't one. killed the Doctor. No, they haven't. Yeah. Davidson's, go- Davidson's going, you really could have killed me. I would have been fine with it. But <laughs> I, can't no. stand, I can't stand Davidson's hair in this. Is it just me? <coughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, he's... It, it's, it's just in... too big and stupid. He looks like a monkey. Like from... <laughs> I mean, from the band The Monkeys, not an animal. Oh, monkey, right. Okay. He looks like Mickey Dolenz or something. Peter yeah. Talk. He looks like Peter Talk. Yes, there's mm. a bit. If, if you ever watched Buck Rogers, um, in in the mm. later in the later Buck Rogers, um, Buck befriends an alien who's called Hawkman or something, and he's got like a feathery. He's got he's half man, half bird, but he still walks oh. around on fucking legs because he couldn't yeah. do any of that. But he's got like a feathered, textured perm, and, and that's Ooh. exactly what yeah. um, Davidson's hair looks like. Because yeah. in his last series, he got a proper haircut. Mm. Yeah, and he looks normal, but in this, it's, it's just too irritating to look at for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're even at the stage now where even the Doctor is simply irritating to look at. Yeah, and yeah. listen to, and listen to, and oh, listen goodness. to. <sighs> 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 so it, part, I mean, part two, they go in the TARDIS, out the TARDIS, back in mm-hmm. the TARDIS, back out the TARDIS, back in the TARDIS, come out of the TARDIS, go back in the TARDIS, put some people in the TARDIS and guard them, go back out of the TARDIS, go back into the... Fucking God's yeah. sake! It's not like doing Something. the fucking Macarana. Macarana, <laughs> that's not a thing, is it? Macarena. No, but no, but in... Star, in um, I, I was about to say Star Wars, so that's how fucking... Well, this is how much... In Doctor Who, uh, the Macarana probably is a dance. Don't forget. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. probably on Telos also, at their disco. Mm. It's like they spend five... They go in and out the TARDIS, in and out of that oh, in and out God. of like a... The police station as well. We're always at that, that Amsterdam police station. It's yeah. so annoying. And they never see them go into the police station because you always get the... They basically went, oh, f- why don't you fuck off? We don't believe a word you're saying, you crazy <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with your balls? Have they not yeah. dropped? <laughs> but my friend, he went in there. My no, friend went in there. We were going <laughs> to spend the night together. <laughs> He's basically Bobcat Goatsweight, isn't he? <laughs> 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 
imagine he's trying to tell the, the Dutch police that he and my, me and my mate decided to sleep together in a crypt and mm. <laughs> now, now he's gone all funny. Mm. <laughs> oh Christ. So now the doctor's captured and then and and um and and Nissa's again not that concerned. Then oh, really? we cut Back to Amsterdam, we finally find out who the cousin was that was flying in. It's Tegan, everyone. Oh, it's Tegan. She's had a break and she's been pulled back into this bullshit. The and she's poor... been instantly sacked. Yeah. As well, that's impressive. To be she's sacked so back happy and she's so Why? happy about it. Why did yeah. she come back? Did she quit? I don't know what the, the sort of behind the scenes stuff was. But yeah, I have no in... idea why. No. Maybe she had other obligations. Was she in something else? She was doing panto and... Chichester or something? I don't yeah. know. Maybe. The implication is that, like, her first day as being a stewardess, she, like, opened one of the doors mid-flight and just, like, eight yeah. people got sucked out. They're like, well, we have to sack you now. <laughs> so doing the Charleston. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you cannot smuggle illegal dance moves into this country. We have to put you in detention. You must do the Macarena. <laughs> So episode two does the same as episode one. It cuts back yeah. from three places again. So it's it's Amsterdam yeah. this time. Goes to meet Tegan at the airport yeah. and explains, and she's like, "He's my favourite cousin. He's Ripper, etc." Mm. And um, they go to a coffee shop to talk, but of course they don't do anything naughty, even though they're in fucking Amsterdam. And they should have been seen. <laughs> but she's like, "Crikey, these herbal cigarettes are fun," or something like that. They don't even, they don't even get to that. Meanwhile, the doctors just sort of marched around various rooms on Gallifrey in front of the high councillors, in front of the chamber. Yeah. Nissa finally decides that she's not happy about it, but f- after like literally four hours, <laughs> just like, oh, I suppose I'm not happy about that. Um, One thing that's um, just occurred uh, to me is that, like, if he's Nissa, if he's sorry, Tegan's cousin, does that yeah. mean his mum is Auntie Vanessa, who oh, got shrunk be. by it the must master? Be. It yeah. must be. <laughs> That's never mentioned that his mum, his mum was killed by the master. They thought that'd be relevant. Oh god, so the Lord... very nice. Yes, yeah, true. No, may- maybe not. Maybe not. So, yeah. um, so, so the doctors dragged in front of the councillor, and they're like, "Well," and they're in the middle of a fucking opera production because they're all dressed up in the nines. <laughs> and the castellan um, says, "The doctor must decided, die." Yeah, <laughs> it's decided that the doctor must be killed. It is yeah. the best way, as someone mm. says. It's mm. not the best way. It's, <laughs> not, his, it's not his fault. You no. recalled him and dragged him back to Gallifrey to go. Something's happening. We don't understand. We think killing you might be the best way to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous. Mm. Oh dear. He also has so, a friend, doesn't he? He's like a uh, IT bod who he says. Damon. Damon. Yeah. Can you mm. recalculate this machine for me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've dragged the doctor all the way through to the high councillor chambers in Gallifrey, <laughs> and then they think, well, actually, now we're going to drag you all the way back to the TARDIS. Actually, <laughs> super match game mm. for the super magic game. <laughs> <laughs> arc, arc of blank. Thanks, Eugene. <laughs> it's him. And, it's him and Captain Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Ark, Ark of Blank. <laughs> well, what say you, Kenny? Boobs. That's no. <laughs> what say you, Willie Russian? Ark of Blank. Mm. Shit. Ark of Shit. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell you what, you're not that far off. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, you know, Nissa. Nissa finally grows a pair and goes, mm. oh, the Time Lords, you're heartless shits. And, um, mm. uh, and you have no hearts, which is uh, very ironic because they've got two. They've got two. Um, yeah. And she meets up with Damon, um, a friend of the Doctor. 
And meanwhile, the um, Captain fucking Mothface, who's now calling himself <laughs> the Renegade, he's calling himself the Renegade yeah. now. Um, mm. But who is he? Well, he's fucking uh, Omega. Mm. He Omega, t- yeah. he now talks to Michael Goff because we know fucking know it's Michael Goff. Yeah. Um, and um, says, we must carry on with my nefarious plan, which is very woolly and nobody knows what it is, not even me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and suddenly we go back to some Gallifreyans in like, a, in, in sort of like the 10 forward lounge of Star Trek. They're sort of equivalent of a youth club. Um, <laughs> it's just a festival of brown and beige. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to be having fun, like doing maths and, oh God, it looks so painfully fucking dull there. It just looks so boring. <laughs> Castellan tells Maxwell that the death warrant has finally now been issued. They obviously they had to cut through all the red tape and have it triple indexed and swiped and God knows what. Mm. So finally that's been done. And then uh, Damon is tasked to uh, fit the TARDIS, that's right, with a new element. Um, that's what the Doctor tells him to do because the Doctor wants to get out of there. Mm. But no, mm. the Doctor is condemned to death. They finally decided Ugh. it's death for you. Nyssa yeah. tries to shoot the guards and save the Doctor. She finally, yeah. you know, like mm. kicks in. Yeah, she holds the counsellors at gunpoint. But then the doctor intervenes and says, no, actually, I don't mind being ex- uh, executed because it means I don't have to film two more episodes of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and like an, uh, the set of Take Me Out, isn't it, that he's actually going to be executed yes! in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an 80s game show on California, yeah. isn't it? It's just <laughs> So he steps into what looks like a death tube, a sort of like a yep. big tube that puts some dry ice on him. And then he disappears. But just before you do that, you see um, the renegade or Omega. And you think, Mm. oh, oh. And they all see it. And Mm -hmm. they do not register that at all. No. I mean, it's partly, I guess, because Omega looks nothing like Omega. And you really need to be told. Like, he looks, I don't know. The design for Omega was great. I don't know why they thought that he'd seem to shoot it up in any way. It was a classic man with the stick. Yeah. yeah. I don't now know he looks like a fat went... bloke with a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of those sort of um, Mexican wrestlers that have gone for a mm. look. And it's yeah. like, are you sure you want to go for the look? Because it looks to me like you're a moth. Is that I, what am, you show for? I am El Shit Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. So the, in the cliffhanger in the first episode is the Doctor gets shot, but he's not. Mm. The cliffhanger in this yeah. episode is the Doctor gets executed, but he's not. And something mm. appears in front of the whole council. The mm-hmm. wisest men and women in the known universe, the Gallifreyan Time Lords, and they don't even shrug once. They go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, we're fine. And that's the end of part <laughs> two. Mm. <Yeah>. <sighs> <sighs> Meanwhile, musician Charlie Rogers is fired from a job at a tea house after brawling with several college students in the parking lot. <laughs> By the way, I've gone on to Rastabout now. <laughs> after, <laughs> after, after a night in jail, Charlie hits the road on his Honda 304 Superhawk motorcycle. <laughs> he spots Kathy Lean driving with her father Joe and their employer Maggie Moran. When Charlie tries to become friendly with Kathy, <laughs> Joe forces him off the road and the bike is wrecked after crashing into a wooden fence. Maggie offers him a place to stay and a job with her struggling travelling carnival. While the bike is being repaired, Charlie becomes a carny or a roustabout. Maggie recognises his unusual talents and promotes him to feature attractions. His act soon draws large crowds, but offstage, Charlie romances Kathy, which creates animosity with Joe. After the two men repeatedly clash and Charlie is accused of holding back a customer's lost wallet that Joe was accused of stealing, Charlie leaves the star in a much better finance carnival by rival producer Harry Carver. Once again, He's seen even greater success. However, when Charlie learns that Maggie is facing bankruptcy, he returns to her carnival. In the musical finale, he is happily reunited with Kathy. 
Oh, Hooray! Yeah. I switched that's off. That's Arc of started... Infinity, then, everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's Arc of Infinity, because I switched it off and watched Rastaboat instead on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was Mike Reed. Yeah. Rastaboat! We do get Peter Davidson really unflatteringly floating. Yes. It looks like he's like lifted up with farts. Yes. I think my exactly nosey looks like when um, yeah. when Jacob Rees-Mogg laid back in the house yeah. of Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Oh, no, someone listening will do this. Someone could see yeah. my face. <laughs> Peter Davison floating in the Matrix next to Jacob Rees-Mogg. It's amazing, <laughs> and it would look exactly the same. Yeah. I have to say, it took it took me three days. Three days. I watched all the other Doctor Who's. And then I came back and finished episode two. <laughs> Three days, literally, like, I don't have to look at it. I don't have to look at it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, the, yeah. problem is, the problem is that this, this bit with uh, Omega mm. and him yeah. floating in the Matrix feels like in a, a repetition from the three Doctors, doesn't it? It feels like they're just repeating yes. themselves. It's not mm-hmm. only that. It's not it's, interesting. It's, it's, not, yeah, it's not remotely interesting. No, no. The doctor looks stupid, like like he's like doing Pilates on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but Omega superimposed over him, like he's a giant, and they're in this yeah. strange, strange Studio Fifty Four wonky zone or whatever. It is. <laughs> and it cuts back to it three fucking times. Yeah, yeah. And we have no idea what the stakes are. No, we have no, no idea no. at no. all. No. So, um, yeah, so I've got here the Doctor and Mon fucking Mothma have a chat in the wonky zone. <laughs> Damon is interrogated by Castellan, tells him nothing. Uh, cut back to the Doctor floating around doing mm. nothing. Nothing. Um, Tegan and Extra yeah. Taste get X-ray zapped. Um, <laughs> by, Terry, by Terry the Pterodactyl. But and like you think, say, into the oh, next yeah. fucking room. I, mean, I know, it's yeah. tough. <laughs> And that thing looks like it's something from like a 1970 episode of It's a Knockout that they've decided yes. to <laughs> dig out and go, oh, look, that looks, you know, we were using this when we did an episode Here of come the Dutch. in 1982. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dutch have fallen over. <laughs> oh, and Omega's holding up his Joker card. Oh, it's unbelievable scene. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, the Germans have, oh, the Germans have fallen into the time vortex. Oh, <laughs> If only it was even that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So um, the doctor's like, I'm not joining in with your nefarious scheme. So Omega goes, well, perhaps I can force you and um, summons Tegan, who's then also joining in by yeah. doing some. It's like she's in the middle of a body pop, but she's frozen. Yeah. 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 And she's hovering around now like she's sat on a stool, but the stool's not there. Yeah. And and the doctor's on a chaise lounge, but isn't there? <laughs> and and then and then Omega proves that he's very evil by hurting her, and Tegan screams like fuckery. Oh yeah, <laughs> like horrible. really badly, like horrible mm. torture. But you don't know what's going on. She just has no. to scream, and that's that. <laughs> and then and then the doctor just sort of goes, oh, I'm, I'll go, and then appears back in Gallifrey, and you don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can it's totally just, you can totally you don't understand. Know why. You can totally understand why Peter Davidson, probably around this point, is thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Christ yeah. on a Because he must have got this script. He must have got the script, looked at it and gone, this is not good, is it? But there's, <laughs> one, there's one weird little curio in this episode where when, oh, yeah. the doctor, when the Doctor comes back... Oh, by the way, when the Doctor comes back, he's like, oh, mm. that was awful. There's a clear fucking boom shot right above his head. Oh, yes, <laughs> oh, yes there is, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, and it's, it's not even there for a second. It's, like, there for four Which hours. Which seems like, to oh. be... 
God. Which seems to be a trope that's exclusive to the Davidson era. <laughs> When, when your crew is falling asleep mid-shoot. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, I tell you what, there was a boom shadow in the Ark in Space that I made a note yes, of, and I was like, yes, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying the Ark mm. in Space so much that I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, but like, yeah, exactly. it's a really good episode. <laughs> so mm. forgive it, because it's the Ark in yeah. Space, whereas this, there is nothing to forgive anything. No. It's, <laughs> it's like the BBC like, had a community service order that they had to fulfil. So that yeah. these next four episodes is your community fucking service. <laughs> but there's one interesting bit in episode three, and it's really it's so jarring because when the doctor talks about Tegan's being tortured, you get a shot of Nyssa clearly happy that Tegan is in pain. Yes. She literally yeah, yeah. smiles like <laughs> Brilliant. It's, it's so funny. Her. Yeah, exactly. It's like stupid bitch, I never liked her. Unbelievable. <laughs> Nyssa then gets trigger happy, doesn't she? She 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 gets a gun and she yes. decides she's gonna help the yeah. doctor and she goes all all giddy on a shooting spree. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Lord p- 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 President one will do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. Um, says uh, things must happen at some point because I don't know what day it is. And then Hedin goes, Ah, I'm actually evil. <laughs> Whoa. And mm. I've I've been arranging for this to happen, and everyone's going, What have you been arranging? Because we still don't really know what it is. Yeah, is it no bad? Idea. I mean, is it good? Have you been just planning a fucking party? Are you running a fate? <laughs> Uh, what's going on? <laughs> are you surprising us with a bouncy castle we don't know about? What? What are you doing? What is it? He goes, that's something has... evil. <laughs> this scene has a real tone of, um, you know, the, the, that famous Instagram post where they're like, it was Rebecca Vardy's account. Oh, it's yeah. not that really, like, big reveal <laughs> bit where you're like, whoa, but <laughs> it's unimpressive. <laughs> yeah. It's so unimpressive. Not only does Hedden then go, I'm evil, he then immediately mm. gets shot. Shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets shot. And again, mm-hmm. does that sort of, no, you mustn't, and sort of steps in the way of gunfire like four minutes yeah. too late, but no, he's been shot. Oh, and the Castellan comes in and goes, and, we must kill the doctor. We must <laughs> kill the doctor again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> again, still mm. wants to kill the doctor, even though he's seen Hedin ah. reveal his treachery and be shot. Yeah. So yeah. that must explain it then. Yes, I suppose so. But let's still kill the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Come on, make so, something happen. So literally, that's the end of episode three. We must kill the doctor again, and I've just oh, written. Geez. Who gives a tin shit? No, <laughs> nobody does at this point. No. Episode four begins. Omega's had a strop because um, uh, Hedin's been killed, and his plans. We still don't quite know what they are. Basically, mm. he just wants a body. That's all it is. That's all mm. this fucking thing has been about. Yeah. Um, the Lord President looks confused, but thank fuck he doesn't have any more lines. Um, <laughs> the Doctor decides he's going to enter the Matrix, so um, um, mm. because they need to find out where um, Omega is. They still don't know where he is. Yes. Um, so the Time Lords decide that they'll create a, fan- a photon pulse loop, and that will probably make... Um, Old, old um, Captain Mothface go, oh, what's that over there? And then I'll allow the Doctor to slip yeah. in. Mm. And that's exactly <laughs> what he does. He slips in and he appears on on uh, in Amsterdam. And you think, oh, finally, right, Amsterdam. Mm. This is going to be brilliant. Oh, this yeah. is... No, no. It now mm. becomes somehow even duller. Mm. Even, even more duller. grey, isn't it? It's so yeah. grey. Even more grey. Mm. Um, Omega, meanwhile, seems to have got enough power from the transference. I still don't know why or what or how, but Mm. he's now basically sat on a chair slightly melting. Apparently, that's a good thing. Apparently, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a good thing. He's he's writhing around in agony, but this is all Mm. part of his plan. 
This is him when he's Elvis uh, about to, uh, put, about yeah, to die on the him, toilet, isn't this it? This is him on, yeah. on the Johnny eating his last cheeseburger. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's bizarre. It's mm. utterly bizarre. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then suddenly Omega has managed to bond. He's managed to bond, isn't yeah. he, with the Doctor? Mm. He's managed to bond. So then he literally appears as the Doctor. And uh-huh. you go, oh, that's sort of fun. And then immediately runs away. Murder yeah. the gardener. Clobber's a gardener, and, and, and the gardener is one of those gardeners that walks around like he's an assassin because he's in a complete black suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Omega is let loose on the streets of Amsterdam dressed mm. as the milk tray man. Um, yeah. And um, uh, so because the, the doctor... Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Because the doctor is fucked about with his thing, it's not going to take... No, it's not going to take. Yes. He thinks it's going to be which, permanent, but the doctor knows it's which, not. Which surely Omega would have known all the. I mean, if you've got that, if you've got the flimsiest, shittiest plans, at least get those nailed in. At least know <laughs> I mean, what we, you're we know, doing. We know definitely he murdered a gardener because he starts getting green fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And now there's this sort of like game of like looks like kiss chase around Amsterdam, mm. but Ugh. done like on a Sunday afternoon when nothing was open and it's just the yeah. quietest it can be on the day and it just looks cold and, and wet. Then... It's February and it's miserable. Even the doctor is running and he knocks over some poor old woman's bag of onions onto the floor. That was the most entertaining yeah. bit, wasn't it? That he knocks yeah. over some shopping. That's that the biggest it. action shot. That's, That's the, the doctor yeah. equivalent of a car driving over cardboard boxes, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. She drops her shop and he goes, I was trying to make my gerflush and her gerblugin. Really and then upset. Omega turns into Tony Booth. And yeah. then... <laughs> so Omega's basically now running around going, <laughs> and he gets barked at by someone walking their dog and someone else screams near yeah. a passport booth. Someone I've literally got drugs. in my notes, I've got, there were two dogs. One of them barks at him and there's just another nice little dog. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. a nice dog. That's, mm. that's how grasping I was for anything of note that happened and in the and story. It, and, it's, and, it's, and it's because um, Omega's been living in, in another dimension that is made entirely of antimatter and it's the antimatter that's spiralling out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Doctor has to catch him because if it spirals out of control, it will destroy the Earth. And you think, yeah. oh, okay, finally a reason for any of this to ever happen. Um, mm. And it's all happened by proxy accident and also not telling us <laughs> in the most redundant plot devices I've ever had to sit through. Oh, Christ. So they finally, um, after a bit of, oh, look, there's a nice canal. Let's run down there yeah. and run over here. Oh, and um, the, um, uh, what's it called? The Egron? Is that is that Terry the Pterodactyl? He gets sort of disabled yeah. at some point. Oh, the Ergon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ergon. That's it. The mm. Ergon. Um, where are you from and what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you... you, you where are you from and what do you do and what's your point? Um, we haven't written anything. Bye. So he's gone. You thought you so... were here to kill the doctor. That's right. It's the Egron. Hey. Isn't it they just basically saying, like, oh, that was a failed experiment of um, Omega? Basically saying, mm. this, that looks shit. We haven't come up with the proper reason. So yeah. It, yeah. it didn't work. No. It didn't work. No, no. Well, you know, we have seen a. a, a you know, Omega and his experiments before, haven't we? With mm. people half person, half crab in his fucking seashell palace. Oh, yeah. of course, the uh, Mr. Bobby. He's clearly, uh, yeah, yeah, he's clearly got some insane thing for local menagerie and uh, <laughs> whatever. It's just very bizarre. Yeah, the um, two things he's so, created are ill Mr. Blobby and a pterodactyl that does not look well. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's not the best inventor in the world. He's, he's like not, Dr. He? Moreau. Not, Dr. Moreau never had an animal to use. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
He's Dr. Moreau, but all he had was some blue tech and a plimsoll, and that's all he had to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is pathetic. I'm not scared by that at all. <laughs> that's a fucking blue Ugg boot. Am I supposed to run yeah. away from that? <laughs> Just... <laughs> so... The, the doctor finally corners Omega because you have to corner him because he's on the edge of a canal and then yeah. just shoots him. He just shoots him. <laughs> just shoots that's him. It. Just shoots him. That's because that's, you know. Take that, um, Tony. I, 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 I would have thought it. <laughs> I would have thought if you shot him, that would have created the antimatter. Any? No, apparently not. No, you know, if you just, no. if you just shoot him, all the antimatter gets killed by the bullet as well, or some fucking. And then we get a shot of him lying there, just going ah, and going on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just anything at this point would have been uh, would have been nice. Anything. Start with that sh- bit, and then only have it one episode long. <laughs> exactly. Start with and that. Two minutes of Tegan running around Finn. That's the end. <laughs> of the yeah. And then yeah. they say like, "Oh, he's Omega dead now," and like the Doctor Spacey says, "I don't know." <laughs> like, yeah. He basically yeah. does. Yeah. He yeah. basically goes, "I don't know. He might be. He might not. We'll, yeah. um, we might see him again." Um, and everyone in the UK watching it, all two million of the fucking viewers, are going, "I hope <laughs> we never see him again." <laughs> <laughs> Please God. And can we never go to Gallifrey again for a long time, please? But we, we hope boring. you had a lovely time in Amsterdam. It's the yeah. most. Yeah, I hope you had a lovely time in Amsterdam, in a crypt, and in a police station, and in a hostel. Um, <laughs> oh Christ! And then, and then, so the team goes. Well, it looks like I'm back. <laughs> I've been fired anyway, so I'm back with you. And the doctor looks so pissed off. He goes, "Oh mm. great." Mm. Yeah, that's the and end that's of the episode. Going, yeah. Oh God. Mm. Yeah, literally. Oh my God. Oh, into my camera. God. <laughs> Oh my god! And, that, and that's it. Yeah, but I'm so sorry, so sorry for what we put you through today. I, I literally—that's the worst thing. I, that's the worst Doctor Who ever ever witnessed. Agreed. What makes it that like we're going to talk about? Um, soon we're going to talk about another Doctor Who story, which is sort of famously meant to be one of the worst. However, yes. I would argue that. There's a lot of like entertain. Oh. There's a lot of entertaining stuff going on in that. There's just nothing entertaining in this. No. It's just so grey and so boring. It is grey and boring. It has a one-note plot that doesn't mm. really follow through, and also is has no real jeopardy. So you don't give a monkeys. Yeah, um, it's all antimatter. You can't really grasp what is going or what will happen. You don't the really time lords all- don't seem to really give much of a shit about it and they just want mm. to kill the doctor for no reason at all yeah. no, and, and the plot twist is telegraphed from the first scene yeah yes yeah mm. the doctor looks tired and fed up Nissa mm. looks like she could just do some acting lessons again she's forgotten she's just like yeah, yeah. oh doctor oh, oh no <laughs> um you've got <laughs> wandering around in Amsterdam like have, have you already taken the t- that's what's happened <laughs> did you come in going hello hello my name's Colin and I'm absolutely <laughs> this is amazing I just any nothing happens that, why bother going to Amsterdam why pick Amsterdam could have just been fucking Teddy exactly. like Teddington Studios it, there's no jolly, reason it? for them the two students as well jolly, their plot is wrapped up with, uh, with Tegan basically just coming off the phone and going, I've just spoke to a doctor, they'll be fine. And that's it. That's yeah, the last yeah. bit yeah, of their story. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they're all done. And um, mm. I'm, I'm going to essentially now disappear in Amsterdam. So they'll be going, yeah. where the fuck's Tegan gone? She's yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't know any of that. They just think no. she's been abducted or something. Yeah, yeah. None of, boots is, none of so it is thought out. None of it is thought out. There's no, nothing has been thought out in this. Mm, and it's no. painfully dull. And every scene is like a, a minute, a minute 20 long, flipped back forth, back forth, back forth, yeah. with nothing ever driving the plot, making it exciting, doing anything. It's just this endless drone of 
<sighs> yeah, it's painful. Isn't it's it? such a shame. It's such a shame. And there so we go. have to score it now. So oh, Paul, what God. are we going to give it out of a hundred? Uh, we need to give it. What? Oh, it has to be a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> So sure. what would you give it? Ten. Wow. Ten. Okay, That's, that is. That is it. That is yeah. it. That I cannot give it any more. It. Nothing. There wasn't anything redeemingly interesting about any of it. It didn't look good. It didn't sound mm-hmm. good. The plot was appalling. Mm-hmm. The acting wasn't that good. It was boring. And as mm-hmm. I say, normally when we're doing these, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch my. I. It took me six run-ups to get through four episodes. It was that hard. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I had to watch an Elvis film in between just to, <laughs> just to cleanse my palate. Fair enough. I just John, I was so you... dis- I was so disappointed in it as well. And occasionally mm-hmm. with Who, I love Doctor Who so much. And occasionally you're going to have to put up with a little bit of this flotsam and jetsam that floats to the top and it stinks yeah. and it's. And this was one of them. I'm afraid it could have also been my mindset. Mm. I was just like, oh. <laughs> but as soon as it started, I was like, this is. I'm really bored. I'm. I'm oh, God. Man. I'm so bored. Why am I so yeah. bored? I was, and I cannot. I know. Do you know what? I'll give it twelve. I'll give it twelve. Interesting. There you well, go. I'll give it twelve. Okay. Mm. Um, well, I've actually thought about this previous to us coming here to record today, and I've written down my score for this one. Oh uh, yeah. I did it. I did it mathematically. Mm-hmm. So I was six one. when it came out. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. six when it came out, and six interesting things happened in it. Mm. So I'm giving oh. it twelve. Oh, oh okay. wow! Two twelves. Mm. 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 I've done maths as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so I would say that I think it's a 10 story. Like, it's out. It's 10 probably as a score. However, the first time I ever saw it, I was watching it on VHS, and my mum got a, um, a phone call to say that my, that my grandma's dog had died. So that's <laughs> always had that over it, rubbing like, oh, I hate the Arkham Infinity. Did it die of boredom watching this? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you know so what, I Tom? Took, when I yeah. when I watched this, when I watched mm. this uh, during the week, I knew somehow that your grandma's dog had died because I, <laughs> I so I would that. take off six from that. So I'm going to give it six, and that <laughs> means that, <laughs> <laughs> that means the <laughs> infinity got thirty. <laughs> wow. That's uh, our, think, now that's our lowest score, I believe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. Is it really something? Is Let me just not check. as bad. Hang oh, because uh, I'm hoping that in the, in the two we've now done in a row, we've found our highest and our new mm. lowest. That's going to be a lovely uh, bookmark. So what was the lowest? Seventy-five for the two doctors. So this is Jesus. That's a Jesus. Wow. Uh, but we've got some <laughs> correspondence. Oh God. I'll start with the the one here at the bottom, which says. Uh, Dave, just Dave, so Dave Whittam says, two young hitchhikers spend the night in a pump house in Amsterdam. I'm sure a lot of Doctor Who fans were watching speciality videos like that already in the 1980s. (laughs) And I should say thank you to um, uh, Ben Thomas, uh, who I stole his point earlier on. I thought it was Mm -hmm. on the WhatsApp, but it was Ben, who said, Arkham Infinity involved time, effort and expense of going to Amsterdam to film. Director Ron Jones shoots it in such an anonymous way that they might as well have filmed it in fucking Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> so true, so true. Thank really you, Really true. I, I stole your point earlier on. Uh, there's Ugh. not many comments. There's, in fact, that's, that's all about Arc Infinity. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, someone else says, um, hang on. Please don't do Arc of Infinity. Oh, sorry. Uh, We've just done it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, hang on a second, just fill for a moment. Arc of Infinity, not quite the three Doctors, is it? 
No, <laughs> not at all. I think yeah. that's what's annoying about it as well is that the because they've got Omega, and actually Omega is one of the best things in the Three Doctors. He's a great character. He's yes, really um, yeah. megalomaniacal, and in mm. this, he's just dull. like he's got nothing to do. He just has a deep voice. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so that's Liam Dempsey who said that. And he, he was very generous. He gave it 61 space cakes out of 100. What? God. Yeah, and, and Barnaby God. Sultan just mm. says, arse of infinity. <laughs> yep, that's all it deserves. That is, should have been this podcast. That's Doctor Who's shit sandwich, isn't it? In terms of yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Wow. Arc of infinity. So, we did it. Well done, Paul. We found our lowest. Well and do you know what? Mm. I chose that one completely at random. And that's um, I because I wouldn't have willingly put myself through that. You won't be doing that again, will you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank Uh, you very much for tuning in. Thanks for bearing with us. Yeah. 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 Uh, But next week we'll have one that'll just blow your socks off. Oh yeah. Maybe another another uh, chart topper. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he says, knowing me. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Yes, at Weezing Pod. Pod, yeah. At Weezing Pod. I got it right again. Well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep keep up your comments. Any uh, any more face swaps you want to do, please do. I'd love mm. to see us as uh, the Rani, personally. Um, <laughs> or any more fan art, anything you like. Um, no slash fiction, um, though, please. No, yes. no, no <laughs> fan fiction, because we write them ourselves. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see you next time where we'll be talking an- about another Doctor Who story, and we will never, ever speak of Ark of Infinity ever again. No. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. you're a fan of all things geeky you're going to love Concessions a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hyten and myself Beck Hill where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic Cons all across the world we've got stars from Star Wars Harry Potter The Walking Dead and more make sure you tune in soon to Concessions Sessions.